to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you live from Tasmania right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively. You can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going. And you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Jason Cook. And today we've got Tamika Spalding joining us from South Australia. And we've also got Carmelina in the studio. Hello, hello. Welcome, uh, Tamika. Good morning. It's uh, it's good to have you here, even though you're not in Tasmania, but that's still our program because you live in Tasmania. So. <laughs> that's right. And it's uh, good that you can continue to do your program, even though you're back, uh, I guess, in your original hometown, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's nice to come to a different studio every now and then and... Yeah, it's a, it's a nice place in the, the Adelaide studio, so yeah. It's good. Awesome. Well, it's good to have you with us this morning. Um, so we've just uh, talked about the fact that you're back in Adelaide. What else have you been up to recently? Well, before I left, there was a whole bunch of things that I had to do before I could get here, and um, some of those things were setting my, my eldest son up with um, some driver training stuff, and so he got his L-plates last week, which is exciting. And uh, he wasn't sure if how he'd go, and yeah, he did the three modules and then um, passed the test first time round. So he did better than what I did when I was studying way back uh, years ago. So that was exciting. Um, and my daughter's been doing a lot of uh, crocheting, and um, she's been making tops and bags. So I, I grabbed her a bunch of wool before I left, and uh, she's happy with that. So it's just me and the hanging out with the family for a couple of weeks here in Adelaide. Mm. Well, that's good. It's good to be able to catch up with uh, your family over there and uh, spend um, some time doing some different things. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, um, today we're continuing our Connecting the Dots program and uh, today's title is The Joy of Sabbath. That's something that uh, you've chosen today. Um before we get into that, uh, we might just remind you about our app and the uh, website where you can listen to us. Yes, absolutely. Tamika is a regular on our show, and we absolutely adore her. Um, and I'm sure you do as well. But if you have missed any of our previous episodes featuring Tamika Spalding, you can catch them on the app and on the Faith FM website. Also, as this is a live show, be sure to text in. Let us know where you're listening from. Um, our number is 04. Or double eight double eight zero eight nine one, and also there's a free offer later in the program. Be sure to stick around. Awesome. Well, um, give us a bit of a, an intro into our topic today, Tamika. The, well, today, the joy of the Sabbath. Yeah, we're going to talk about the joy of the Sabbath because I think this this has become a bit important to me because uh, my older two, I've got four children, as some of you know, uh, but my older two now are in their um, their teens, and now they're sort of, you know, hanging out with different groups of people and um, we're doing different things sometimes. It's been a really important discussion in our family of, you know, the joy of, of Sabbath and what fun things we can do and how we can take that into our, you know, everyday life and our week and, and our planning uh, so that it's something that my, my children can still enjoy with, with their friends uh, and so we've had lots of discussions about Sabbath lately, and I thought, well, this is probably a good topic to discuss because, uh, it, you know, not not everyone 
quite kind of knows what what can you do on on the Sabbath to have fun with your family. Mm. Um, and it's a delight. It's supposed to be a joyful thing, a rest. So I thought we might, you know, have a bit of a look today. Yeah, so why don't we uh, start off with, I guess, just talking about what the Sabbath really is and uh, from a biblical perspective. Was well, it- I've picked, um, yeah, I've picked this psalm uh, that David had written uh, in Psalms uh, 92 verses um here, 1 to 15, but that's not quite how long it is. Uh, it says, A song for the Sabbath. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name. O most, o most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night, to the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands, I sing for joy. How great! Are uh, your works, O oh Lord? Mm, beautiful. And I think mm. I thought that was a good uh, intro to what a Sabbath should feel like. Mm, mm. I think um, you know, as Seventh Day Adventists, um, you know, this is something a, a really important topic to us, I guess, because it's it's even part of our name <laughs> in terms <laughs> of the the uh, church and the denomination name. So. Um, I guess it's really important for us to understand what it's all about, isn't it? That uh, you know, what what makes it special? How do we um, remember the Sabbath, and and how do we make it a special day? So, um, do you want to just uh, kick us off with um, when the Sabbath is from a biblical perspective? Yeah. So the Sabbath is uh, from Friday night sundown to Saturday night sundown. And, and that's uh, yep. following in the the Jewish understanding of of uh, days, I guess, isn't it? Because they their days begin in the evening, as it was in creation. It says, "And the evening and the morning was the first day," which uh, really was the night and the day, or the night and the da- the darkness and the light. You know, became the first day. So that's how they mark their days as beginning in the evening. Yeah. Uh, which which is a good thing to note that it's not just the s- saturday um when we're talking about sabbath we're talking about the whole week this is how the whole week is structured mm. so for those of um for those of us who think okay so you know the rules apply between friday and saturday well actually the whole week is like this it's whole a whole way of understanding your week so every day starts um or ends at sundown and, and, uh, you know, so yeah, that's, that's a whole, a whole different way of looking at our week. We don't go from midnight to midnight, but, you know, sundown yeah, so to sundown. That's the, uh, that's the traditional, the biblical, um, definition of a day. I'm not sure when it became, uh, that the days changed at midnight, but that's sort of how we, in today's society, we think about days changing at midnight, don't we? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. You always so, have so that like, one person who goes, "Oh, it's mid. It's tomorrow now." Yeah, and he's just like, yeah. "Oh, shush, the sun's not up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I like you know, even like uh, New Year's when we're celebrating New Year's. Mm. Uh, you know, we always do. Yay! Uh, yeah. We do it at midnight, like everyone else, but we also yes, we do. do it um, on sundown as well. Because yay, we've mm. we've started the new year. So I like inter- that. It's interesting to note too that for some people, the uh, the Sabbath. Um, uh, depending on where they come from, if you live somewhere near the equator, then it's going to be around about six p.m. that the sun goes down, mm. and 
and uh, so the Sabbath for some is around 6 p.m. to to 6 p.m. Uh, Friday to Saturday, whereas uh, for us in Tasmania, uh, <laughs> it varies depending on what time of year it is. Yes, this week so. it's uh, 5:40, I think. Really, it's getting quite early. <laughs> yeah, it's getting it earlier and yeah. earlier in, in Hobart. <laughs> So let's let's uh, move on to yeah. um, some other things about what the Sabbath is all about. Mm. So we've got a few Bible verses here. Do, do you want to go through some of those or do you want us to read them? Yeah, well, um, so we, we talk about it being, I'm going to talk about a few points of what is the Sabbath. And so my first little point is it's a holy day to be kept forever in celebration and joy of the world being created by God. And I've used the word forever because... Um, well, it is forever. It was a, a covenant made. But in this Bible verse that we're going to share, it actually says says that in the verse. And maybe Kami can read that for us. In, Absolutely. Uh, Genesis which... 2, was it? Yep. yep. Genesis 2, chapter, uh, chapter 2, sorry, verses 1 to 3. And we're reading from the English Standard Version. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Mm. And of course, the idea of the Sabbath and the concept of the Sabbath is repeated many times, isn't it, mm. in, in Scripture? Mm. So this next so, one is but, Exodus. Did you yeah. want us to read that one as well? Yes. But yes. it's interesting that it started at the beginning with God himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's where it came from. Mm. <laughs> let's, let's have the Exodus one. Yeah, Exodus 31, verses 16 and 17. Therefore the people of Israel shall keep the Sabbath observing the Sabbath throughout their generations as a covenant forever. It is a sign forever between me and the people of Israel that in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Mm. And, of course, that's uh, also found in Exodus 34, six days you shall work, but on the mm. Sabbath you shall rest. Um, and in Leviticus, it's repeated again. Yeah. I love this one in, in Exodus 30, 31, verse 13, because this says something a little bit different about the Sabbath. Mm. Um, it says, uh, you are to speak to the people of Israel and say, above all, you shall keep my Sabbaths, for this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I, the Lord, sanctify you. So sanctify is, you know, to be made holy and mm. say, so, one of the things that um, I love about the Sabbath is that it's a reminder of what Jesus, who Jesus is and what he's done for us because he is the one who makes us holy, not ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that verse. Absolutely. And we have one final one. Do you think we should say before yeah, we go no, let's, yeah. let's Let's do that as well. Absolutely. Ezekiel 20 verse 12. Moreover, I gave them my Sabbaths as a sign between me and them that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. I am the Lord your God. Walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules and keep my Sabbath holy that they may be a sign between me and you that you may know that I am the Lord your God. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. Well, there's a few verses. There's many more that we could cover, Mm. but um, I think uh, we'll go to a break. And uh, perhaps while we're having a break, we can... um, have a think about whether there's anything else we need to say about some of that. So, mm. But we've got a question of you this morning. Um, do you think it's important to have a regular rest day? And how do you rest? 
We'd love to hear from you. Text us in 0488880891. Do you think it's important to have a regular rest day and how do you rest? Now, are we going to make this uh, the requirement to get the book today? I guess so. Text us, in, text us in an answer to claim the book cover. We'd love to hear from you. Sounds good. This is Holy Holy, Creator of Time. Author of heaven, creator of earth Evening and morning, spoken to birth Gifted this treasure, a time to renew Wrapped in your presence, dwelling with Thank you. 
to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and this is our Connecting the Dots program and uh, we've got Tamika Spalding joining us from South Australia at the moment and uh, we're talking about the joy of Sabbath and that song was actually written by myself and two friends of mine and uh, it was really a pleasure to study this topic of the Sabbath and write a song about it. So um, yeah, it's a special topic for me because I've uh, studied it in quite a bit of detail. Now, we asked you a question. Do you think it's important to have a rest day, a regular rest day? How do you rest? And uh, we also um, said that uh, if you text us in, you can claim a copy of the book. And we've had uh, Margie text in. Yes, Margie, I tried and true. Um, we're so happy to hear from you this morning. Um, you had two, a question before you actually texted in uh, regarding the listener question, and we just wanted to address it first because it is a good one. You wrote, Hi guys, nice to hear three of you discussing the Sabbath. I was wondering if the times and day from midnight changed when Sunday worship was introduced. We had to Google this, um, and it turns out the times of midnight and when the whole 12-hour clock came about was actually during the time of the Egyptians. So... um, it's probably they, not they used when, it based on the sun. Yeah, they used it based on the yeah. sun. They were people who worshipped the sun. So um, I guess Sunday worship was introduced then, but that was before um, they started acknowledging Sunday as Sabbath, I yeah, guess, yeah. Is, yeah. to answer that question. Hmm. And also, um, you did answer our listener question this morning. So um, she re- you replied, yes, I think the rest is good for us. Before I became an Adventist, I thought, like the world, but take – but taking the Sabbath on meant I had to stop working. It took a while to get used to, but I love it. At last I have a day of rest. Amen. Thank you for texting us this morning, Margie. It's an interesting concept, isn't it? I had to stop working. It sounds like a burden. But uh, <laughs> to me... I guess that depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Some people just can't stop. Yeah. Well, I, I love to stop working um, at least once a week. <laughs> so it's a good thing. Absolutely. Um, well, thanks, Margie, for texting mm. in. Um so let's keep going, Tamika. Where, where yeah. would you like to go with our discussion next? Yeah, so uh, as we discussed, the first Sabbath was held on the, the seventh day back in Creation Week. That's where it originated from. And it continued right through um, the Bible. So we see it again. It was put on um, tablets of stone in the Ten Commandments when the Israelites were making their way to the Promised Land. And I do have a, a Bible verse on that mm. if someone yeah. wants to read it. This yeah. is Exodus 20, verse 8 to 11. Is that the one? Yep. Uh, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. And uh, on it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. That's um, a really interesting thing, isn't it? That God blessed it. He did it first, and then he wrote it in stone. But it's interesting, this wasn't actually a new commandment because I'm sure this would have been kept throughout the history up until this point in time. It's just that this is where it was written down in stone. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, it stays true. So even after uh, Jesus died on the cross and he rose again, he talks with the disciples before going back to heaven, um, saying, you know, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, which is in uh, John fourteen fifteen, And it goes 
through after those verses, uh, you know, in a bit more detail with that. So even, you know, it was continued. Mm. So it's called right through from the beginning and, it, and it's continuing right through. Uh, yeah, and then it's 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 not only a joy, but it's it's a blessing to us. Um, you know, it's a covenant we talked about before with God um, that we are His people and He is our God. And I love there's a, another verse that we're going to talk shortly that God gives us a really great promise. Um, you know, for a strong and healthy relationship with Him uh, because it is a love relationship, and He blesses us with with keeping that. So. Uh, yeah, we've got that verse in Leviticus twenty six. Yep. Um, do you want to twelve? I could. Do you want to read, read uh, yeah. all, all verses there? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You shall keep my Sabbath and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and observe my commandments and do them, then I will give you your rains in their season, and the land shall yield its increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall last for the time of the grape harvest, and the grape harvest shall last to the time for sowing. And you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land securely. I will give peace to the land and you shall lie down and none shall make you afraid. And I will remove harmful beasts from the land and the sword shall not go through your land. You shall chase your enemies and they shall fall before you by the sword. Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall chase ten thousand, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. I will turn you, I'll turn to you and make you fruitful and multiply you, and will confirm my covenant with you. You shall eat old store long kept, and you shall clear out the old to make way for the new. I will make my dwelling among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you, and you will be your God, and you shall be my people. I love that last verse there, where mm. you know that this is a, a sign that um, that God is their God, mm. and and they are His people. That's you know, beautiful. this verse really reminds me, like these set of verses, really reminds me of Psalms twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of it, you know. Um, he makes you lie down in green pastures. He leads you. He'll take care of you. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I really, really liked that one. Mm. Yeah, I, I like it. Mm. And I love uh, where you've gone to here in uh, Hebrews. So this is in the New Testament where uh, it, it goes on. Um, uh, whoever wrote Hebrews, I think there's some contention over who wrote it, but <laughs> let's say it was Paul who wrote it. Uh, <laughs> for anyone, this is Hebrews 4 verse 9. It says, for anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works just as God did from his. So, I mean, Hebrews chapter 4 is beautiful. Uh, I love that. I'd I'd love to uh, read the whole chapter because it talks about how special this rest is and the fact that Jesus is the rest. You Mm. know, so the the Sabbath is is so connected to Jesus um, and it's symbolic of the rest that we find in him. But, yeah. So um, we want to talk uh, a little bit about how Jesus um, or what he did on the Sabbath, Tamika. Well, I just love that 
Jesus, um, when you know, after he died on the cross, he rested all Sabbath, mm. and I love that he was resting in the tomb, mm. and then he he started off the week right because he rose again and just refreshed and started again. And I just think, uh, as a writer in terms of storytelling, this is a great story mm. <laughs> because you know he rested at the end of the week and then he got up early in the morning and he went off again. And mm. I just think it's a really strong and powerful. Storyline. Mm. Um, if you want to, you know, read some of those verses. Yeah. Um, well, we're just about out of time. We, we need to go oh, to yeah. a break. So maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll come back and and continue on with this after our break. So we've got a question for you to claim our free book offer today. It's actually called A Pause for Peace, and uh, we'd love you to answer our question today. Do you think it's important to have a regular rest day? If so, uh, how do you rest? Or even if not, how do you rest anyway? Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. We'd love to hear from you, and if you text us in, we'll get you a copy of our book offer today. A pause for peace. Do you think it's important to have a regular rest day, and how do you rest? This is uh, God Rested by Andrew Peterson. So they took his body down The man who said he was the resurrection and the life Was lifeless on the ground now The sky was red as blood along the blade of night the Sabbath fell, they shrouded him in linen They dressed him like a wound The rich men and the women They laid him in the tomb Six days shall you labor the seventh is the Lord's And six he made the earth and all the heavens But he rested on the seventh God rested He said that it was finished And the seventh day he blessed it God rested Sealed in the 
program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and today we're speaking with Tamika Spalding from Adelaide, South Australia, uh, on our Connecting the Dots program and uh, we've got Carmelina here as well. It's always fun to have uh, the three of us uh, back on a program together. So um, Now we've been talking about the Sabbath and uh, we did ask you a question. Do you think it's important to have a regular rest day and how do you rest? Now, um, to make a, we want to sort of get onto the idea of, um, the joy of the Sabbath, because that is the title of our program today, the joy of Sabbath. And, um, let, let's just, uh, have a think about how Jesus uh, challenged some of the ideas of the Sabbath when he was here, because I think, uh, at the time Jesus was here on earth, the religious system that was in place had made the Sabbath quite a burden and, and quite, uh, my understanding was they had hundreds of rules about what was allowed to be done on the Sabbath and what was not allowed to be done. And, uh, Jesus really challenged that, didn't he? Mm, yeah. And, uh, so the first, uh, the first one was where uh, he, he was walking through a field with his disciples and they, picked a few heads of um, grain from the, the wheat that was growing and they ate it. And uh, then they were accused of harvesting on the Sabbath. You know, to me, to me, that's a, a little bit of an extreme idea, isn't it? Like the the concept of picking some fruit off a tree and eating it or picking some grains off uh, something that's growing and eating it versus harvesting. You know, there's very different um, levels of, of uh work that's involved with this. So, um, the fact that they were pointing on that, I think, was quite interesting. And, and at that time, they were actually uh, they were picking it because they were starving. Yeah, they were hungry, mm. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the Pharisees did want to get a little bit upset about that. And, you know, Jesus said, they're hungry. Let yeah. them eat, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. So uh, God doesn't uh, want us to starve on the Sabbath, in other words. <laughs> no. Um, now, of course, there's another thing that uh, Jesus often healed on the Sabbath, and there's many, many um, miracles that he did on the Sabbath, and the Pharisees um, didn't like this, and they challenged him. And, of course, uh, time and time again, he he uh, said that it was okay to heal on the Sabbath, and he, and he did it in front of them. Uh, he didn't uh, stop doing good. And I guess um, there is one verse here, isn't it, in Mark 3. I might just get you to read Mark 3. Verse 1 to 6, Carmelina, because there's, there's some really good points in here. Sure thing. Again, he entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand. 
and they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, Come here. Um, and he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do, or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. Mm. Mm. You were going to say something about that verse, uh, Tamika, in particular, that something that stood out to you. Well, I think God really wants us to care for one another. He wants us to love one another. He wants us to do good on the Sabbath. Now, there are, you know, jobs in our society, nurses, doctors, um, you know, there's other emergency work. Uh, I know that my husband's a gas fitter plumber and there's occasionally times he's got to go out and, and do work in an emergency situation. And the truth is, is that we need these people you know, if you come down sick or, you, you know, you're having a heart attack or you're having, you know, you've injured yourself, you want there to be someone medically to help you. If mm. there are, um, you know, there's, we go straight to things like medical, but there's a lot of industries where there is a need. And God is saying, well, you know, and Jesus is saying in this situation, mm. help one another, care for one another, do good on the Sabbath. Mm. And so really... Um, it comes down to intent. If you if you are helping and you're caring and you're needing to, you know, to do that, then do it. Do good. Mm. So how do we um, how do we keep the Sabbath? I know you've got an example here where you're ha- having a discussion with somebody, um, querying you about you know what you do on the Sabbath. So give us some insight into how you uh, keep the Sabbath and how you make it special. <laughs> well, I like this situation because I went to the, the dentist with the kids and um, I was talking about Dave Leo and you oh. guys might might know Dave Leo, hearing him on the radio, but he his children go to, was going to the same dentist my children were going to and that dentist was actually spending time during the week um, with his children as well with um, sporting activities. And so as soon as I said Dave Leo, he, you know, the dentist said, oh, he's the... He's the pastor. And she said, I haven't ever wanted to kind of ask him, but, um, you know, maybe I could ask you, what do you do on the Sabbath? Do you just go home and separate into different rooms and spend the day in prayer? Are you allowed to see each other? You know, do you go outside? Um, do you eat by yourself? And she sort of saw this as a like a really reverent, isolated kind of, you know, um, view of what, what we do and I said no you know we have great church luncheons on on that day or we have great family meals together on that day and you know we we spend time with each other we might do crafts we might go on a walk we might um you know there's so many things that you can do on the sabbath and so and sometimes there's assumptions made and you know they're not accurate you can have a great time on a sabbath day mm. um and leading up to sabbath uh, our family, since uh, my youngest, who's just turned 16, um, was, was born, we started having these uh, pizza nights on Friday night, which basically, uh, you, you know, you come home and you sometimes we make pizza from scratch. Sometimes we've um, bought frozen pizzas and we add topping on. We've gotten creative over the years. There's, you know, lots of ways, but... Every Friday night, it's a pizza night and we have, you know, uh, a nice drink and um, pizza. And over the time, all of the people in our social circle 
they know we do pizza night on Friday nights and so they either join with us or sometimes if we go out to their houses, they do pizza just to be... To be cool with us, so um, it's really good. And then recently, um, my son's girlfriend came over and she started doing pizza nights. So you know, that's that's, that's kind that's of what one we way do. That you've made it special, yeah, yeah. And that's, also, that's and we do, we talk with the mm. kid, uh, kids about why we do it. Um, so mm. it's just something fun that that we kind of do. Uh, for me um, and Carmelina, to some extent as well, uh, we're both involved in um, our worship team at church. And, of course, uh, for many, many years, um, Friday nights is most often practice. Uh, a, a time to get together and practice Practicing. for the next day. And, you know, I actually find that a real blessing. And, you know, some might say, oh, it's the end of the week and you're tired. And sometimes you are tired, you know, at the end of the week. But we come in, you know, around about the time that the sun's going down, we are together as, uh, you know, uh, fellow Christians and uh, we're worshipping and we're singing. And even though we're preparing for the next day for the worship service, mm. to me it's actually a blessing. You know, it's actually uplifting to, you know, sing songs of praise even when we're practising. And uh, it's a beautiful way to actually bring in the Sabbath day as well. Um, it's very fitting because um, growing up, we used to do this thing called um, starting Sabbath and closing Sabbath. So yeah. Friday nights are starting Sabbath. We'll get together and um, sing songs and have a, have a thought and pray together. And we'll do the same thing on Saturday night where we'd have closing Sabbath. <laughs> and um, it was always something happening. And, um, yeah, so when we do have practice, it's kind of like a – um, an unofficial starting Sabbath, I guess, because mm. we're we're singing, we're playing instruments, we're having a good time. So, mm. yeah, we just have to learn at the same time. <laughs> I just want to mention here that um, uh, Margie's uh, texted back in. I, mm. I hope um, I didn't, uh, you know, accidentally offend you when I I said when you talked about you had to give up work. Um, the the point that she was saying was that uh, she was now understanding that the commandments were all there to be obeyed, you know, mm. and that um, she's she's really glad that she became aware of the commandments. And, you know, it's interesting that God does not do anything. He does not ask us to do anything that's not actually for our good. You know, the Ten Commandments, every one of them is not a burden because it's actually good for us. Mm. And to to take a rest and to stop work is good for us as well. And I love the verse that you've picked out here, Tamika, in Mark uh, 2, 27 and 28. I'll get Carmeline to read that just before we go to a break. And um, this is good for us, and it's a verse that actually says it's good for us. Yeah, it says, And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. So we weren't made to keep a set of rules about the Sabbath, but in fact the Sabbath was given to us to benefit us. Mm. It was for our benefit, for our rest, for our connection with God, for our connection with other people. And, yeah, it's a beautiful day, mm. a beautiful time to spend with each other. Uh, Carmelina, our book offer today will tell people what they're going to get if they answer our question. <laughs> Absolutely. Be sure to text in. So the book offer for today is titled A Pause for 
piece written by Clifford Goldstein. What's what God's gift of the Sabbath can mean to you? A recession grips this country. That's too real. Um, one that has nothing to do with money. It is bankrupting our home lives, depleting our personal energy reserves and eroding our devotion to God. This is a recession of time, time to enjoy our family and friends, time to recuperate from frenzied lifestyles, and time to renew our too often neglected relationship with God. A Pause for Peace by Clifford Goldstein identifies the Sabbath, a day of rest as God's recovery plan for this devastating recession. This is easily one of the most life impacting books you will ever read. True refreshment awaits as you discover the practical joys and spiritual blessings of the nearly forgotten practice of taking one day out as a pause for peace. Mm. Be sure to answer our question this morning. Do you think it is important to have a regular rest day? And how do you rest? We'd love to hear from you today, so text us in. This is Find Rest by Caroline Cobb and featuring Taylor Leonhardt. Are you weary? Are you weary? Are you tired beneath your heavy load? Are you weighed down and at last confessed? You cannot carry this burden on your own. beside you You're not alone Find rest Find rest for your soul Light and easy Come take my Fast love. Fast. 
song there by Caroline Cobb and uh, we're finishing up our program today on Faith FM and this is our Connecting the Dots program speaking with Tamika Spalding on the joy of Sabbath today and of course Carmelita and myself are um, quite involved in this topic and discussion <laughs> as well so uh, we'd love you to be involved in the discussion topic as well so do text us in if you've got some thoughts on uh, how you keep um, or how you have a regular rest day and how you how you do that, text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Particularly if you want a copy of this book called A Pause for Peace by Clifford Goldstein. Now, Tamika, would you like to just share some things about how you or the th- I guess the special things that make Sabbath uh, special for you? Yeah, so at the moment, uh, we talked a bit about what I do with my son, um, but with my my uh, girls, uh, at the moment we sit down and listen to the Bible in audio uh, in the afternoon, and we went out and bought some pretty stationery and some highlighters and things, and so we follow along in our Bible and we just highlight the, the passages that stand out to us, and then during the that following week, we talk about it in more detail. So I love doing that with my um, my girls and my daughter. She's she's thirteen, but last year uh, she and I really got involved in that. We got through about a third of the Bible, and we're continuing oh. it this year. So that's my favourite thing at the moment that we're doing. Mm. Uh, back when I was a kid, just a couple of good memories. Um, I used to watch this program uh, called Colby and it was something that was special that my dad had videoed, um, found a video, a beta tape actually, uh, before VHSs. And we used to watch that every Saturday afternoon when we didn't have anything on. And what I love so much about this was back then I just was so involved in the characters in that uh, particular um, show that I just wanted to know them more and, and see what they do and I just really was involved in that. And it's funny how now, you know, 30 years later, uh, I get to, uh, I actually have met through my writing uh, work, the producers of that show and I, I get to actually interview them uh, next month. So I've gone from having this childhood idea and dream and all these questions that I had back then as a seven, eight, 
12-year-old child to getting to actually do it in, you know, close to 40. Mm. So uh, that's really cool, and I think that that's a real blessing. Uh, I also used to do paper art and quilling. Mm. I used to love listening to music. Um, and I, I also used to like collecting favorite Bible verses and sayings. And I used to make a book and I uh, used to collect feathers and research birds. And I had this journal that was just full of ideas and quotes and verses and feathers. So <laughs> yeah, that's the, some of the things that I, I did. Awesome. I know, Tamika, you've been heavily involved in Pathfinders as well. And that's something that's often, um, done on a, uh, on a Sabbath afternoon yeah. with, uh, churches and there's all sorts of activities and, uh, they're, they're great things that they do with children, um, uh, often on the Sabbath as well. So oh. what sort of things do Pathfinders do? <clears throat> oh, they, they go camping, hiking, uh, bike riding. Uh, we do you know, activities with, with ropes and build furniture and things like that. And so, you know, I remember as a kid, we bu- built this tower and we used to, we sat on Saturday, we sat on the top of this tower and, um, and had worship up the top of that while we were camping. Mm. And that was a real highlight. It's beautiful so, to spend time in nature, isn't it? To go for a walk. What about is. you, Carmelina? How, how, either in the past or now, how do you, um, make Sabbath a special time? Well, it's always been a bit different. Um, when I'm at home with my family, we tend to either all have a nice nap together or we go for a walk and try and we eat a lot of food. Mm. Um, but another thing, um, when I used to live alone, I used to, I lived alone when I was at uni. And one thing I used to do, I was very um, conscious of not studying on Sabbath just to make sure that, um, you know, I was setting it apart and making making it holy. Give your brain a rest yeah, as well. Yeah, give your brain a rest, you know. It was a nice excuse, I guess. Mm. But also, um, I have quite a lot of hobbies. I have far too many. And um, so I picked up painting and drawing. I'm not very good at it, but I, it didn't matter because I could just practice. I put music on the background. And it was also a time I... I, I remember there was this one preacher, Pastor Nick Cross. Um, he's in Australia. Shout out to you today. And um, he once challenged, uh, challenged me. Um, well, he had a challenge in a sermon, which was, <clears throat> you should be spending time during your week on how to further God's kingdom. And if he said, if you can't make, or if you can't find time, um, what are you doing on the Sabbath? So I started making a conscious effort on the Sabbath to say, okay, when I used to run Bible studies, I'd prepare on my content on the Sabbath. Or when I wanted to learn how to write music, I would use the Sabbath time and I mm. would try and figure it out. And mm. I would always put it to God. I'm like, hey, God, this is your time, but I want you to help me figure this out. Mm. And um, so, and usually I would, I would f- make something of mm. it. So that's what I would do. And um, it always came out to be useful. So, yeah, there's always a way to use your time. uh, I've often, in the past, haven't been writing much music lately and I've been feeling like I need to, but (laughs) Sabbath (laughs) afternoons is a great time to sit down and and play and write music. For sure. um, For me, that's uh, sometimes what I do as well as uh, prepare for Bible studies and other things. Mm. So, Tamika, we're just about out of time. Any uh, thoughts? We've got about uh, 15 seconds left. Any thoughts to wrap up today? <laughs> Basically, that any time we're feeling stressed or tired, we can come to God and, and ask for him to be with us. So even though on a Sabbath we do um, stop from our, our workload, 
we can come to, to God for um, rest any time of the week. Mm. Mm. I love this verse that you've picked to finish us off. It says uh, in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's so beautiful. Now, uh, that's uh, time up for today's program, but it's uh, a beautiful topic. We've got uh, Rodney Nambu. He's one of our friends. He's going to be joining us next week on Connecting the Dots and sharing something about Joshua, I think. God does not need marketing. That's it. And uh, on Monday, we've got Rick Herganen, our president down in Tasmania here. He's joining me and we'll do a topic called Watch and Be Ready. So do join us. If you didn't get the book offer today, it's REST42. Text that in to 0488 This last song as we go out is Come to Me by Wendell Kimbrough. Have a great day and may you encounter Jesus more today. You are waiting You are worried Child, I see Child, I know Bring your burdens Bring your labor Come to me Come to me Come to me Come to me Show you, trade your burden.